Hi everyone, Jen Stickney here with Simply Authentic, a podcast for entrepreneurs and individuals looking for ideas and methods on how to create a life full of prosperity. Thanks for joining me. Tonight we're going to be talking about our thoughts and how some of our best thoughts can happen in most unexpected moments, like while we're using the bathroom. Have you ever noticed this before? Have you ever noticed that some of your best aha moments can happen while you're not expecting them or not trying? Think about it. How many times have you emerged from the bathroom bursting at the seams because you had an epiphany and you can't wait to share it? What about while taking the shower or taking a shower or, or during your commute to and from work? That's actually my, one of my personal best times for um, having breakthrough moments of thought. <clears throat> have you ever thought about something as you're falling asleep or maybe as you're waking up in the morning? I'm sure you've had some of these moments. I know we've, we've, you've probably all been there, we've all been there, and we all have had or can remember some sort of epic moment or breakthrough thought while doing something habitual or mundane. And uh, we'll put in a little side note here, I think some of these breakthrough moments are quickly becoming a thing of the past, but I will get to that in a moment. First, let's talk about why is it that we have some of our best thinking while sitting on the toilet. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have a chronic cough, so if anybody is annoyed by my throat clearing, I apologize, but it's that or I cough. Anyway, I could get all scientific on you about why we have some of these these great moments of thought while we're doing these mundane tasks, but I don't want you to fall asleep, and I don't want you to get up and go use the bathroom, not yet, at least. So we do our best thinking during times when our brain doesn't have to think so hard. It can shut off and kind of tune things out tune out all the distractions when we fall into some sort of routine. We don't have to think about how to use the bathroom or how to shower, and most of us get lost in thought during our commute, unable to recall certain parts of the drive. That's the way it is for me, at least. And a long commute creates like this vortex of unstructured thought. I once had a 45-minute commute between home and work. The company I worked for was about to move 15 minutes further south as well, and I knew that I wasn't a great commuter as it was. I dreaded the drive. And some of you may be thinking, 45 minutes, no big deal. But for me, that was about 30 minutes way too long. My husband, he drives two hours to work twice a week. Uh, so it's two hours one way. And I'm not sure I'd ever want to attempt something like that. But it works for some people. It just, I'm not a commuter. So the last straw for me was when I got to work one morning and I could remember pretty much nothing about the drive or how I'd gotten there. I couldn't tell you if I had stopped at a stop sign or stop lights at all. Uh, the only thing I do remember is that I was almost hit by a dump truck because I failed to stop when I was supposed to. <clears throat> and uh, that, was, that was the last straw for me. That was kind of when I had my own epiphany that I, I didn't want to do that anymore. I didn't like getting to work and not knowing how the last 45 minutes of my life had happened. And that they were, I mean, literally, I could not recall any of it. And I wasn't willing to do that anymore. I had, and they were gonna move 15 minutes further out of my way. It just, it wasn't gonna happen. So needless to stay, I, I quit my job shortly thereafter. The result of that is that I ended up landing a job just 10 minutes from home for about $5,000 more per year. As a recent college graduate, I thought that was a pretty cool deal. And if you listened to my podcast yesterday or read my blog post where I talked about limiting beliefs, that job that was 45 minutes from my house was part of a limiting belief. 
I believed that as a you know recent college grad, I didn't have enough experience or you know what it would take to get a good job close to home. I actually believed that the first job kind of had to be a little bit imperfect and that it was going to take time to work up to a more ideal job. So once I let go of that limiting belief, and it was kind of that at that epiphany moment that I was like, you know what? Forget it. I, I this this just isn't going to happen for me anymore. I can't do this drive. That after letting that go that that's the way it had to be, it all fell into place. And it was actually pretty easy to get another job close to home, and I loved that job. So <clears throat> when we can shut our brains down and tune things out, our brain is you know ready for making those breakthrough moments. It's ready to take a break at any time that we're able to give it that time to take a break. And then we can, it can kind of sift through all of the, the, the muck that's in there and produce these epic thoughts. It's not because we're trying to have them at that time. It's because we're, we're more capable at that time when our brain is less occupied with a hundred different stimuli. So some of the, the times when you can experience these types of thoughts are during you know, routine things like when you're in a shower, during your commute, whether you're a passenger on a train or with somebody else, you're carpooling or you're driving, it, commutes are wonderful for that sort of thing. Riding, you know, like I said, as a passenger while walking, walking is also great. Sitting on the toilet, sorry, but it's true. Um, before you fall asleep, just before you fall asleep, our brain kind of enters this different state and thoughts happen more easily. When you're staring at a window, sitting out in nature, just listening to the sounds around you, I mean, there are many, many, many examples of how you can kind of encourage these types of thoughts. And I like to suggest that we create time for intentional thinking. And it's easier than you think to encourage those epic thoughts to happen. Mundane tasks or routines allow our brains to enter into a low-level meditative state. So technically, even if you say, well, I, I, I don't meditate, I never meditate. We all meditate several times throughout the day. It's just we don't realize that we're in it. And it's a very low-level meditative state, but our brain is still meditating. It's taking any chance it can at relaxing. So all you really have to do is mimic that state of mind. Think about how you feel when doing any of those things that we just talked about. Walking um, right before you fall asleep, staring at a window, on a commute. How do, how do you think you feel? How is your brain responding? What kind of, you know, can you feel that it almost lets go and begins to drift without rhyme or reason? So... In order to encourage this type of state of mind, I have kind of a, a list of things that I, I want to offer you as things that you can do. So, of course, do a mundane task. You know, it's a no-brainer, but when you can't think, go do something that allows your brain to relax. Take a walk, you know, around the office or outside the office or in your home, wherever it is that you work. Or maybe if you're a student at college or whatever, just take a walk. Walk outside, you know, explore the campus. Go to the bathroom, take a shower, go for a drive, sit outside, and you'd be surprised what you can get. Another thing you can do is just remember to breathe. Not while in the bathroom, not recommended, <clears throat> but in general, remember to breathe. So while you're sitting at your desk, take a moment to breathe. Count one on the inhale and two on the exhale. One inhale, two exhale. One inhale, two exhale. And you don't have to be so dramatic about it as I am for 
demonstration purposes, but you just count one as you're inhaling and two as you exhale. One as you inhale, two as you exhale. You get the idea. This process slows down your brain and declutters it, and you can simply allow the thoughts to come at that point. This is actually, I mean, if you've ever heard of it before, it's actually a, a, an excellent trick for falling asleep if you're having a hard time getting your brain to, to become quiet enough to sleep. Try it the next time you can't sleep. You might even be surprised that you, that you don't make it much past the count of four inhales before you lose track and fall asleep. I use it all the time. I've, I've taught it to my kids. It's great for helping you fall asleep. Another thing you can do is find a fidget. Fidgets can help us to focus our thoughts. They may not you know, help to clear our thoughts, they, but they can work kind of like white noise does for our ears. So white noise is something we hear and that we eventually turn, tune out. We kind of end up hearing the silence behind it. A fidget is a physical sensation in our hands or under our feet that we can feel and then forget that it's even there. So fidgets and white noise both work to desensitize our senses, if that makes sense. <laughs> Thinking out loud is also another way that we can kind of create some intentional thinking. Sometimes we can have a breakthrough thought or epiphany just by verbalizing our thoughts. If you can't think of anything to comment in response to your rambling thoughts, don't fret. Chances are that if there's somebody nearby, they will pipe in and, and share their opinion with you. And I say that you know, with sarcasm, but talking things through, things through with others is often extremely helpful for having those you know, breakthrough moments. And then, you know, before you know it, you've discovered that thing that you really needed to move on to the next step. So, um, one more before I forget. One, one other idea that you can use is actually music. Music is another one of those, kind of like a white noise that you can use to tune out. Some people use white noise for meditating, or not white noise, excuse me, they use music for meditating. And they say, I've heard people say that when you use music that you haven't heard before, it actually helps us tune it out. I'm kind of the opposite. If I've heard the music several times before, I have an easier time of tuning it out because my brain knows what it is and I don't have to think about it. If it's something that is new to me, I tend to listen to it more. But that's also a good way to get into a meditative state because when you're listening to something, then you're not focused on other things and the thoughts can kind of just come as you're listening to something and your brain is focused. So either way, you can experiment with music to see if there's something in that that can help you tune things out. So going back to one of my original th statements about why I think epic thoughts and the, the number of them, the opportunities for them is kind of a diminishing thing. <clears throat> I believe that's because of all of these digital devices. How often do you put yours down and unplug? When you go to use the bathroom, do you take your phone with you? Are you checking messages and texts and emails while you're on the bathroom? When you're waiting in line for something, do you pull out your phone? When you are, you know, during your commute, if you're a passenger or you're on a train or you're on a bus or you're carpooling with somebody, do you pull out your phone? Are you on your phone checking things all the time? If that sounds like you, and like every time that you have a moment to sit still and not have to do something, if you're pulling out your phone, stop it. Seriously. If you're pulling out a device every time you have a moment to sit still and not have to do something, stop pulling out that device. Just disconnect. Because we are limiting the number of times that we can have these epic thoughts, that we can have these breakthrough moments, these epiphanies, 
because we keep pulling out a device. Those devices are a distraction and they're, they're killing our brain cells. So if that sounds like you, then my biggest recommendation for you is stop and disconnect. Allow your brain to relax and have those thoughts. Allow your brain to meditate for a few minutes instead of being occupied. So I hope this is helpful for you and thank you for listening. I will catch you tomorrow.